I cannot believe it's August. I feel like this summer has flown by and all the things that I wanted to do, I never actually got to. All the things I planned didn't actually go the way I planned. And as I'm sitting here thinking today, it's like, I'm tired. What happened to the summer and what, what happened to all the things that I planned to do? Well, listen in, because I talk about what derailed my summer. I talk about how the pattern of busyness and circumstances that just happen could create a cycle that keeps you from doing what's important. So listen in, because I really think it's important that we start recognizing these things. Hi, friend. I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken-spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. I don't know about you. But I go through I go through these phases where I'll have my days planned and nothing will go as planned. Nothing will go as I had hoped. Like random things happen, random things, activities, random doctor's appointments, random phone calls, random broken things. Just thing after thing after thing that throws you off your schedule to the point where you're just like, forget it. Like whatever I had planned today clearly is not what was intended. And even it becomes like seasons of that. You can have days or weeks where you're just like, come on, I can't get you a break. And I just wanted to talk about those. I don't know if you have them. I know I have them. And who am I kidding? Of course, I know you have them. We all have them. We have children. We have multiple schedules that we are managing, that we are juggling, multiple responsibilities, multiple hats. And what do you know? The different hats really don't care about the other the other hats you have. It's like whatever hat is you're currently wearing, the other ones are vying for your attention. And so what do you do? How do you get a control in your days what is that telling you and how do you handle it? Do you just break down, throw up your hands and say, I'm done, I'm done with everything? There are days that I do that. Do you press through and just take care of crisis after crisis after crisis and change after change and forget about everything else you had planned? There's days that I've done that too. Or do you push aside all of the crisis and say, no, I have to get this done no matter what. I will just plow through. I'll deal with that stuff later. 
I, I know that the vacuum's broken and the washing machine is flooding and everything, but right now this is what I have to focus on. And there's days that I've done that too. And not any of them are right or wrong. But if you're not careful, you can get into your cycle, get into this rhythm or this circle where we only focus on the crises that are happening and not actually dealing with things that we need to deal with. Now in therapy, a lot, um, that's one of the things that our supervisors drilled into us is that people are going to come with the cows. They're going to come and have a cow every session. And I have changed the terms. And in fact, I I joke with my friend that I'm trying to stay away from the fishes, the livestock, and bugs. The fishes being the cod, the crisis of the day. The livestock being cows, the crisis of the week. And the bugs being ants, your automatic negative thoughts. If I can stay away from those three things, my day would just go so smoothly. And I bet it's the same for you. I bet that if you can stay away from the fishes, the livestock, and bugs, and just do what you planned, I bet everything would be amazing. I bet you would achieve so many things, and your dreams would all be achieved and realized, and your goals would be simple. Unfortunately, that's not really reality. But what do you do if you get into this circle this, where these crises keep coming up? And I'm sure you all, I know I have a friend, I have friends who at one point in their life, really, it is just crisis after crisis. And what is that doing for us? What is the purpose of the crisis? And back to the therapy um, comment, a lot of the, a lot of times those crises were created by your brain. And I know you're saying, you know, my child spilling milk and breaking a glass is not created by my brain. I get that. But the, but these crises that we focus on and we, they become like hyper aware of it or hypersensitive to or hyper focused on. We use that because our brains want to keep us comfortable. And you're like, crisis is never comfortable. No, but like I've mentioned before, your brain wants to keep you where you are because you know how to deal with this. The unknown is too scary. And so whether we create the crisis or it's happening and we just put a meaning, a level of importance behind it that should or should not be there. But if we get in this pattern where there's just crisis after crisis after crisis, we need to step back and we need to ask ourselves, what's really going on? Is this crisis a fear response? Is it allowing us to keep distracted from what is really important or something that we really need to do? Now I will admit, my name is Tammy and I'm a procrastinator. I am getting better at it. I but that's my natural tendency. Part of it is because I want to make sure that I can do it right. But part of it is I just don't want to mess it up. And if I just jump in and do it, and I haven't thought about it thoroughly, and I also work better under pressure. So all of these are just excuses why I procrastinate. 
But sometimes I focus on the crisis of the week or the crisis of the day. So I don't have to make the phone call that I'm really needing to make, or I don't send the email. It gives me a legitimate excuse to not do what I really need to do, what I know the next step is. And so when you look at what's going on and you look at all of the crises that you're dealing with, and even it's easier to recognize with your friends, sometimes you need to ask them and ask yourself, okay, what is this really about? What am I being distracted from? What is keeping me from, you know, what is keeping me from doing the things that I really need to do? Like, for, for instance, like having a morning quiet time and I, quiet time rarely is quiet, but that time with the Lord that I know I need to do, but I have emails and I have notifications on my phone. I've got the kids awake. I've got all these things that are stopping me from doing what I really need to do. So the first thing you need to do is recognize what is important, what is urgent, and what is just is. It just is what is. And then we have to decide as well, are we making someone else's urgent, our important, our urgent, and our important? Because just because it's important doesn't mean it's urgent. Just because it's urgent doesn't mean it trumps what's important. And if it is just reality, just is, if it is what it is, is it something that we even need to deal with right now anyway? Is this something that we can set aside that truly is a distraction and we should not be focused on that? And again, just because someone makes a phone call and says, hey, I need help with this, their urgent should not become your important unless it needs to be. There are times that their urgent is definitely your urgent or your ur- their urgent becomes your very important. But even with our kids trying to explain, one day I was recording, no, I was in a class. It was in a, I was in a, a class and I was speaking. I was doing my report and because we're homeschooling, the kids were home and Isaac bolts in and they know they know that there's, you know, broken bones and blood. Like it, someone needs to be dying if you're going to come into my office when the, when the sign is on that I'm in a meeting. His urgent was that in his friend's mom needed to know if I was available such and such a date, which was six weeks away. So I didn't answer him. I told him I put it on mute. So the class, the everyone on the computer didn't hear me. And I was like, you need to leave now. We'll talk about this later. But that's one example. He got really mad because his urgent was his important was important to him. But that wasn't my that was not something that I needed to answer right then. I'm not going to go look at my calendar from six weeks from now and see if I'm available from two to four for a play date or whatever it was. But that's an example of we get distractions. We get these things that it could have, I could have stopped and been like, oh, let me find out. I like told the class, like I need to go. But no, I was doing something that was important to me and it was important to the people in the class. And I didn't allow myself to get distracted. 
But there are times that I do. Sometimes, like, well, I don't even need to give examples. You all, everyone knows this examples that things come up, phone calls happen, but I have to ask myself, is this important? Is it urgent? And do I actually need to do anything about it? What is most important in this moment? What is this crisis distracting me from? Am I allowing it to distract me? And so you have to just recognize, okay, is it real? Is it necessary that I fix it right now? This phone call, can I write it down that I need to, oh, I need to call the dentist. Can I write it down and do it after I finish what I'm doing? What is this crisis giving me freedom from? What is it distracting me from or keeping me from achieving? And then take a deep breath and then ask ask yourself if it's a real issue. Notice your patterns. Do you allow the crises to take over? And so you always have this energy of overwhelm and excitement, but not in an exciting way that's good, but an excitement and that I'm just exhausted because I'm running from thing to thing and I can't focus on anything. That's a sign that your livestock and fishes have taken over. So what do you want to do? So notice your patterns. Do you spend your wheels in certain areas and you know you want to work on X, Y, and Z, but this STQ is always coming up. Well, then figure out, can I deal with this one issue? Or can I set it aside and really not allow myself to pick it up? Do you get sidetracked often? Do you avoid different things in hopes that a crisis comes up? All these things are, are really what you need to look at. I had a friend who asked, how do we help someone who always seems to be in drama? And I think it goes back to this. If you have a lot of everything so so dramatic, everything is such a crisis. Well, really, are you avoiding things that are really important? Are you taking care of the urgent over the important? Because just because it's urgent doesn't mean it needs to be handled. Like it could feel urgent, but you might be able to wait on it. Are you focusing on these crises just to keep your, is your brain doing that to keep you safe? Because is there, is there something that you're working on? Is there something that you've uncovered about yourself in your identity work, in your fear work, in your confidence work, and your brain does not want to go there? because it's new, because it's going to take a lot to unpack, because it's hard. And it's easier to deal with all the activity of the day. So we need to look beyond. We need to notice. Notice if the cod and, cod and cows have taken over your life. Take an assessment, take a deep breath and look at what's important. Write down all the things that you feel you should be doing and all the crises, all of the things that you have on your plate. And then look at what you have been focusing on. Are you in a pattern? 
well, then you've got to actively work to break it. You've got to set those, set the drama aside, set those cows and the, the cod away. And I know I haven't really talked about ants. I think I'm going to spend a whole nother, a whole nother episode on the automatic negative thoughts because there's a lot there. And in this couple of minutes, I cannot do it justice. But even that is part of it is you start to head towards something that you want. Those automatic negative thoughts are going to tell you you're not worthy for them or you can't do it or you don't deserve that or you're not capable or all of those negative things that you tell yourself that you don't even realize you're saying. And that's why that's a whole nother, a whole nother podcast. But start to recognize if your life has been taken over by the fishes and livestock, start to recognize are the crises of the day really all I can manage? And then ask yourself at the end of the day, should I, what should I have worked on? Those crises, did it really need to be taken care of? Or was it a distraction? And then the next morning, get up and ask yourself, okay, what is the most important thing? What is my criteria? If a crisis comes up and it has to deal with life or death, blood or broken bones, then okay, I will, I'll put, I'll put some effort and some urgency to it. But can I take the crisis, write it down, take a deep breath, finish what I need to focus on, and then go back to it? A lot of times you can, you only feel in the moment that it is uber urgent. And so the more we recognize, the more we take a deep breath and recognize what is going on and our thoughts about things, the more we're able to decide and make that choice of how we're going to react, what we're going to focus on, what's going to, we're going to allow to distract us. And soon it becomes part of our identity where we have more peace because we can talk through those things. We have more calm in our life and more joy because we aren't getting that adrenaline high from always chasing the crisis. So that's all I really wanted to talk about today is I just wanted to talk about because I'm in a season where I'm coming out of livestock and fishes. I realized that there was, it started out small, but then it started to build. And then I got in a pattern and now I'm working to get out of that and really go back to what's important. And it's a choice. It is an absolute choice. Does that mean that I have less things that keep me distracted? Heck no. I mean, I have two very active kids and I, and I have a, I have a lot going on. I have a lot of different aspects of my life. Everything can seem urgent and important, but not everything is. So what would your life look like if you started to ask yourself these questions? If you started to recognize the fish and the livestock in your life and then put those in a pen, put them in a fish tank, put them in a corral or whatever you, wherever you put cows and deal with what you need to deal with first. Sometimes those work out on their own. You don't even actually need to put action to it. Sometimes you do. Most of the time you do. But by making the choice, instead of allowing it to, t- to make the choice for you, you're going to get a lot more accomplished. You're going to have more peace 
and you're going to make choices that you want instead of allowing things to happen to you and then complaining later or trying to fix things later. And this is one area where coaching can help. Working through and understanding the difference between crisis of the day, crisis of the week, your important versus urgent versus what is, things that you need to take care of and things that you don't really need to take care of, understanding all of that and knowing the differences for yourself, that's something that you can do during coaching. That's something that we can talk about and help you get out of a cycle of chasing cows around and into a place where you get to decide how you spend your day, no matter what comes up for you. It doesn't depend on circumstances. I also want to let you know, um, I have something big coming in September. It is, I've been working on it for several months and I tried to launch it before, but it wasn't the right time. It's one of those, you know, when you start and you just push because that's what you think the next step is. And then God's like, no, you need to do this first. Well, that's what happened. Well, now I'm getting the go for it. And so something's coming in September and I can't wait to share more information with you. So over the next couple of weeks, um, I will, I will let you know. But until then, I hope that you know you have what it takes to go from a broken spirit to a breakthrough. You can identify your fears. You can reclaim your confidence. You can embrace your identity and you can step into your purpose to live with joy. You get to do that and it's right there waiting for you.